And welcome to another episode of BJ and Coffee. That's Bill. I'm Jim. <laughs> I am drinking Death Wish Coffee today, our non-sponsor. Welcome to the Bark Side. There you go. That's all about, there we go, all about the doggos. Oh. Uh, Pepsi today. So, the usual housekeeping. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash BJ and Coffee. We are on Twitter at coffee underscore BJ, and you can email us at BJ and Coffee, all one word, at gmail.com. Um, we're also on YouTube, and the easiest way to find that is either searching BJ and Coffee on YouTube or just checking out the Facebook page as the videos are linked there. Um, I think that's all of it. <laughs> I think it was. And you can listen to us on your favorite podcast outlet. <laughs> Which is on YouTube. Oh, well, yeah. See, we're on you. Know, the video goes to YouTube. The audio goes to Anchor. From there, it gets distributed all around. So, if you don't want the 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 uh, thirty second or one minute pre plug in the beginning, then just catch it on YouTube. Otherwise, you know, you'll hear the Anchor.fm plug in the beginning. Yeah, maybe we should change that. Put that at the end. Um, it won't let me put it at the end. I tried. That's one of those that the, it has to be either at the beginning or in the middle, and I figure the beginning is just easier because that way you get it out of the way and it's just straight podcast. You'll get interrupted in the middle. Yeah, that's true. It works with the flow better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. So, so then again, we could just like stop and be like, "Oh, and this is brought to you by," and then just <laughs> make sure you're right, right there. The um. I'm going to start this off real quick here with a, a friend of mine from Mississippi put up a post earlier today, actually, and I, I happened to catch it scrolling through Facebook, and I don't, not being from Mississippi at all, I don't really have a say in the matter on this one, but I found it very interesting read. Um, as you may or may not know, there are a lot of people pushing for Mississippi to change their state flag. Because up in the corner, or the canton as it's called, is um, a smaller version of the Virginia battle flag, which most people incorrectly refer to as the Confederate or rebel flag, uh, which is actually not the case. Um, now, a little bit of information on this flag. Uh, this, um, this particular flag was put in place on February 7th, 1894. Um, to replace the flag that was uh, put in place during the or at the beginning of the Civil War or the uh, attempt to secede by the Southern states, uh, this was kind of their reentry back into the Union flag type deal. Uh, just just for some background on it. So since 1894, that's um, 126 years it's been there. The the post. I'm going to read you guys the pro the post. Seeing propositions to change Mississippi's state flag, I have started questioning where I truly stand on the issue. My gut reaction is to reject the changing of the flag in any way. Why? I think it's got something to do with the flag simply being what I have known in my lifetime and partially because it displays the rebel flag, quite literally signifying my own rebellious nature. Rebellious to what, though? I haven't flown or displayed an actual rebel flag in at least 20 years and don't feel the need or even desire to do so. From my personal perspective, it sends all the wrong messages about how I feel towards my fellow man, my education level, 
and general sophistication of thought level. I asked myself and my wife a question this morning. If that was a Black Panther flag or anything remotely symbolizing Black Pride instead of a rebel flag in the upper left-hand corner, how would we feel about it? There's a definite need for change, and I can't find a legitimate argument to keep our flag. If we claim heritage, shouldn't we go back to the original Mississippi Magnolia flag? My own heritage denies the rebel flag entirely, as I don't believe any of my predecessors fought on the side of the Confederacy. Now here's the messed up part. I still feel compelled to protect our current flag in my guts, especially when I see people who have nothing to do with our state, not from here and have never lived here, making demands of a people they are not part of. However, I cannot reconcile the facts. Our flag very obviously insults a large number of our neighbors. What is the real value in holding on to it? Food for thought. And I thought that was a, a really interesting post. And with the post, he has a picture of the current state flag with the um, the Virginia battle flag up in the corner, Canton, and also a picture of the original Magnolia flag, which is a white field with a Magnolia tree on it and a blue Canton with a white five-pointed star in it. So a, and I just thought it was interesting to get the conversation going with this because of the, the whole concept of people who aren't from Mississippi wanting Mississippi to change its flag, you know, and I can actually, I can, I can see where you're coming from on not wanting to on this because how would we feel if somebody said uh, the New York state flag shows, uh, encourages bondage, you know, we shouldn't have that because if you ever look at our flag, you know, it's the lady justice, but still she's uh, tied and she's got blindfolded and all that. So, I mean, I, I, I can see where people could be annoyed by out of staters telling you you got to change your state flag. I can also understand why there might be some concern to change it because of the misrepresentation of the Virginia battle flag and how it's been co-opted over the years. Well, I have the actual history of that. Actually, the, the rebel flag, the, the original battle flag, yep. is, we all know it of is the Confederate army. Okay. And what those colors mean is this is the 13 stars presented in the, uh, for the first 13 states in America. That's why oh, the 13 stars on it. Yes or no? Because that there's some disagreement on that, that it could also stand for the 13 states that seceded back in the 18, early 1860s. It depends on how you want to look at it, okay? Well, that, that's red, an actual historic discussion. There, there's a lot of discussion yeah. back and forth on which way that goes. The red represents the blood that was shed in the war. The blue represents the tear the tear shed and the white represents never surrender there's nothing racist about it if you hate this flag you have you have to hate the american flag also and that's what someone you know had posted a couple days ago um but it, you know it really getting into this um why destroy history and that that's been my biggest thing right along and it's i i i get that you don't want to glorify people who were wrong however i mean it's not like there's a freaking statue to jeffrey dahmer somewhere where he used to live i mean well, you know, well, here's, here's the original the, netflix and chill let's eat at home they're all well <laughs> because they were all about the, the south was all about the confederacy was all about slavery no they weren't here and there they were, okay? The people who had money were about the slavery, mm -hmm. okay? 
a lot of those men and women that did fight for the South were fighting because of their land, because of their farm land that they did have. What little bit they did have. Um, there, there's a lot of back and forth, and I've been watching a lot of it lately. I participated in some of it because the, the big thing that everybody wants to ignore and forget is that a large part of the reason for the secession, yes, it was initially over slavery, period. That, that's, they wanted to keep it. Yes, we get that that's wrong, but the real concept that, that started the secession was the desire for states' rights, which means the states can tell the federal government to go F off. Um, I'm sorry, they can tell them to go fuck off. That's right. I, I forget. I'm on the adult podcast now. I can talk like that. <laughs> um, oh, wait, one? No. Um, <laughs> I do try and keep my, my cooking videos semi-clean. doesn't always work. But um, the thing is, is it – Yes, slavery was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. No pun intended. Um, just in case somebody wants to find something punny about that. But rea in reality, that was a state's rights issue because the federal it, – it's basically like right now the federal government saying marijuana is illegal, period. Now, you've got several states that have you know, legalized it for recreational use and more that have legalized it for medicinal use but it's still illegal federally. So even if you're going, say New York legalizes it recreationally, and I think it's Massachusetts that has it uh, legal for recreational use. If you literally drive from New York to Massachusetts, even though in both states it's technically legal, you can get federal charges for transporting an illegal substance across state lines. Even though the states have, it, have no issue with it, if you just piss off the wrong federal person, they can tag you with that. So realistically, and everybody wants to focus on the slavery, but realistically, this was a, a, a disagreement over the state's rights to have to do what they wanted to do. Well, here's the, other, here's the other thing, too, on this whole thing, is the other day I was on Facebook, and sorry, yeah, I know. <laughs> I noticed that Black Lives Matter is uh, – Mandating the Oswego, Oswego's mayor, Oswego, New York, Oswego, his, their mayor, to fly the Black Lives Matter flag. Now, Black Lives Matter is having a fit about the Confederate flag and people flying it. Mm -hmm. So why are you mandating that we have to fly your flag on a municipality building as the city hall? We'll say, but yet, if somebody wants to fly the Confederate flag because that's what they believe, you know, and they don't, let's say they don't believe in slave in the slavery over it, okay? Yep. But they believe in whatever else it means, right? Then why should we have to see your flag then? Exactly. And here's here's the other thing. I, I'm going to touch on this then. Um... Oh, oh I, got how, more to say, I got a lot more to say on this too, so. Yeah, see, seeing as how you brought that up, um, I'm actually trying to pull it up right now so I can. Um, I mean, NASCAR, okay, we'll, we'll get a little, a, little, in a little deeper with this. NASCAR, because of one driver who is an African-American, Bubba Wallace, has mandated that NASCAR removes all fans that want to fly the Confederate flag at the races. 
So in other words, if you go to any racetrack now that for a NASCAR race and you're camping at the infield, you cannot fly the Confederate flag. They've banned it. And what it, it gets a little bit better, what Bubba Wallace also did. Yeah. Bubba, uh, Bubba Wallace also has put it in there about kneeling for our national anthem. You know, I mean, let's completely look at this whole scenario here. NASCAR was founded on the southern states. On uh, running uh, moonshine, by the way, which is illegal. Absolutely. Um, you know, when NASCAR was started back in 1948, uh, it was literally a bunch of moonshine runners who was driving race cars. Yep. You know, you brought your you brought your everyday car to the racetrack, raced it, and drove home with it after you won a race. You know, it was supposed to be, first of all, it was supposed to be a poor man's sport. Okay? And we're not going to get into the whole history of how it became what it is today. Um, but it's, it's brought from literally the southern states by moonshiners. Yep. Okay? Those guys believed, and I'm sure those people, and the funny thing is, is, you know, when NASCAR first started, they had an African-American man driving back then. Mm -hmm. Okay? You had races freaking called freaking, uh, I think it was a Rebel 500, I think it was called. I'd have to go back and look. You know, and it, it shows uh, former NASCAR driver, seven-time cup champion and 200 career victory wins, Richard Petty, who Bubba Wallace drives for, you know, uh, Flying the Confederate flag after winning the Rebel 500. Yep. Out in Darlington, South Carolina. And literally, someone's sitting on the front of the top of his car, on the hood of his car, holding the flag while he's driving around the racetrack on a victory lap with a well, Confederate flag. And I want to pop back to BLM for just a minute because here's the thing if you go to their website and you want to donate to Black Lives Matter because you think you're helping people out, that money actually goes to actblue.org, which is a Democrat-run yep. fundraising site. So you're not I actually helping like, Black Lives Matter. Yep. You, you're not actually helping Black Lives. You're funding political candidates who lately have been losing like you wouldn't believe. Um, it's So I just want that out there. And I'm not – political parties aside – I just think that's a little bit. I got a, I got a Democratic. I got a Demo complete 100% Democratic friend. Okay. He votes fucking party line all the fucking time, right? He's literally just posted. Uh, I think it was. I, I I didn't see the post actually. Uh, my wife showed me the post actually. Um, I must have scrolled by it or something like that. And wasn't paying attention. He literally posted saying, "I'm voting for Trump." Good. That Biden's a moron. Biden is a moron, and honestly, I'm not a fan of Trump right now. But just saying. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. The um, here's here's the thing, though. I mean, I I take offense to the fact that they are trying to get people to donate to what they think is helping Black Lives, when in reality, it's helping rich white people get elected or trying to. 
you know, so really, and really, in, in realism here, to be real, the donating to Black Lives Ladder, my, yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, allergy season's in full effect. Donating to Black Lives Matter is actually donating to get rich white people elected to office to disregard pretty much everything you had to say. Well, that's not the only thing. Um, last, it was uh, Wednesday night, uh, NASCAR race was in Martinsville, North Carolina. And, you know, I, I wasn't even going to watch it, but I wanted to see how he was going to do. Bo Wallace's sponsor for that race was Black Lives Matter. <laughs> now, let's get into this real fast, okay? I'm going to get into the pricing of what it costs to fund a cup car. $100,000 just off the bat to build one. Yep. That's engine chassis right down the fucking wheels. Okay, hundred thousand dollars. That's not counting the sixty five hundred dollars it would cost you for three sets of fucking sticker tires for the race. Yep. Okay, they ran ten sets for Martinsville. Let's do the math on that. That's a lot of money. Let's not count the cost of fuel, the cost of what it takes to get the car to there on a hauler. Yep. The spare engines, the spare transmissions, the and spare I believe, shocks. I believe BLM was the only sponsor for that car. Yes, it was. So, and the funny thing was, is Bo Wallace never usually finishes up in a top 10. He usually in like 20th on back. You know, they start about 40 cars. Yep. Okay. He finished 11th. <laughs> How much did Black Lives Matter put into that car? Um, how much did they put into other racers to let them finish 11th? <laughs> just say it. I, I, this is just speculation. I'm openly admitting that it is no proof of any of that, but, but just saying, I mean, it, when somebody who want, never finishes, run, my, my deal is, is this, okay. Is I'm a huge race fan. Okay. But I understand you want to make changes in the sport. If you want to make changes in the sport, first of all, start winning fucking races. <laughs> when you start winning races and you have at least one championship underneath your fucking belt, then you can bitch what flag you can fly and if you should kneel or stand for the national anthem. Exactly. You know, I, I sent you a picture today of a flag or of a sticker I'm putting on the back of my truck. Remember what that sticker said? Oh, I've got it here somewhere. I got to find it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it up real fast, and I might even, I'll just show everybody because I ordered it today. Those who disrespect our flag have never, never been handed a folded one. That's right. That was the one you sent today. And you know what? It's very true because you know why? I have two in my house. Mm -hmm. Just so everybody can see that, that'll be on the back of my fucking truck. Don't disrespect the American flag, people. No. I mean, actually, hell, I mean, right now, hang on, let me see if I can find it here. Sorry, that burns my ass. See, I went a little bit differently because this is my profile picture currently. There we go. I just saw someone actually, uh, I believe here in Salve, actually flying that flag outside their house. Yep, because that's the... 
That's the flag representing all the people that keep your asses safe. <laughs> Fire, police, EMS, dispatch, corrections, military, all of us. I'm actually working on a sticker right now, actually, that I'm actually trying to design myself right now. I'm still working on it, actually. And it's supposed to be for Thin Blue Line. The uh, Just don't go with the Punisher because everybody's all up in arms about that again. Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. As a longtime fan of the comic book, I get their point, but are you fucking kidding me? That, that, you know, I mean, come on. They're getting so bad right now, they want to cancel a fucking cartoon that is for fucking preschoolers. Yeah. Fucking Paw Patrol, Patrol because it's got a police dog. Got a police dog in it, and he's a German Shepherd. Dude, they took the fucking gun away from Elmer Fudd. I mean, come on. Well, dude, but and every, everyone right now is putting up on there and be like, we support Chase because that's the name of the dog on on uh, Paw Patrol. Is Chase? Nope. Everyone's like, we support Chase. You know what? I support Chase. I, I here here's the other thing: is you want to take away Elmer Fudd's gun, you want to take away Chase from Paw Patrol. Yet kids sit there all day and play what you know, like these video games where you blow people to bits and there's gore all over. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the games. I'm really not. But you want to target violence, you got to target all of it. Exactly. It's like, it's like the, the, it's basically like what I've been, de we're dealing with here in New York now. Um, they're claiming that flavored vaping liquids are targeting kids. Really? If that's the case, why the hell are there flavored? I, I can walk right up here to the friggin' liquor store and there's flavored vodkas, flavored, uh, whiskeys, flavored brandies, flavored liqueurs. Is that marketing? To moonshine. Don't forget moonshine. You can get, you can get legal yeah. moonshine now. Yeah. I mean, so. If you're going to take away my vaping flavors, why are all these liquor flavors out there? By the way, flavored moonshine's fucking nasty. I tried it before. Oh, my God, I almost died. Depends on the moonshine. I actually like some of it. <laughs> yeah, man, I almost, I almost, I literally fucking almost puked my brains out just on one fucking Bill, of it. go shave your beard. You're losing your redneck card. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, but the... Good. Uh, but yeah, it's like, you know, the, the, it really makes no sense because you're just like, you're picking and choosing. It's like people that want to condemn other people because of, oh, well, the Bible says, but the Bible also says about 8 million other things that you're doing wrong, but you want to say just this one part is the part we're going to believe in. That's the whole well, thing. thing is, Black Lives Matter is using part of the Bible about, oh, we're going to protest for 40 days and 40 nights because that's what the Bible, that's what Jesus did in the freaking wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. No, he fasted and talked to God. He didn't protest shit. Exactly. Exactly. Wait, are you? Oh, so speaking me? of, speaking of though, <laughs> my new favorite thing I've seen going around Facebook: there was no white people in the Bible. I'm like, duh! Look at where it located. I've always complained about that because it's middle. It's the Middle East. It's you know you've got Middle Eastern looking people. That's who was in the Bible. Period. I don't give a damn. I mean, it, it's it's just where it took place. You know, you know what I say? I always tell them when I hear someone bitching about that, I look at them and say, "How do you know what color they are?" Because they, it's basically. You, wait, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. Have you seen them yet? Ah, here's the thing. And the answer is usually no. I'll be like, "Well, until I until I die and I see him, is the day that I'll know what color he is." Here's the thing, though. I don't care if he's white, black, brown, or fucking Asian. Well, here's the thing. If you look at the people who generally exist in that area and you know, scientists have been able to determine 
the genetic makeup of people in that area in that time frame and they were all essentially middle eastern looking um short swarthy dark i could care less what they yeah. so like i, I that's why I, said, I, I don't care if they're black yellow freaking puerto rican or asian yeah I, oh yeah it doesn't matter i just it makes me laugh because i'm like duh <laughs> some of us figured that shit out years ago I mean, but hell, let's have a six-foot-tall white Jesus on the cross because it makes more sense. No, not really. <laughs> like I said, it, it doesn't fucking matter what the fuck he is, but people want to make it bigger than what it, everything is. Like, you got Nancy Pelosi right now fucking going on fucking rampages about, we need to r remove our fucking Confederate fucking statues from fucking... Wait, wait. This is the same Nancy Pelosi who offended a shit ton of Africans, like actually Africa-Africans, Yes. By wearing the kente cloth, which yes. is reserved for a certain group of people. Yes. Yeah. Talk about your cultural appropriation, Pocahontas. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, wait, everybody knows Elizabeth Ward. My bad. And uh, now and, and now they're after now they're after the fucking military bases like Fort Bragg because oh well that was a Confederate name and we should we should need to rename our military bases. Really? Dude. Does it matter? The, the politically correct butthurt is destroying this country faster than the Black Lives Matter ever will. It's it's those fucking activists that are fucking going. I mean, look at Seattle right now. Actually, let, me, let me rephrase what I just said, because that didn't come out exactly right. The political correctness brigade will destroy this country faster than the so-called looters, looters and rioters, not the protesters. Peaceful protest is okay. Don't give a damn. That That's covered under First Amendment. I'm okay with that. It's the looters and rioters. And the political correct bullshit will kill this country faster than they ever will. Uh, and Seattle's the prime example. Well, yeah, because there's like cities or six, six city blocks in Seattle that are fucking now, which now it's a, they're calling it their own country and it's named Chaz, C-H-A-Z. Um, why do they still have power and water? Uh, I don't know, but uh, what they're doing is illegal because they're actually uh, extorting the actual businesses there. Mm -hmm. Protection money. That's called gangsterism. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah dude, I'm Italian. I know all about protection rackets. Trust me on this. But, but <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how true this is because it's it's been just floating around, you know, Facebook and a few other social media, uh, Twitter, and I forgot what the other one was. But I guess supposedly the uh, two motorcycle clubs, Hells Angels, and I forgot the other one, um, are actually – on their way to Seattle as we speak, supposedly from what these posts, these Facebook posts are saying, to take care of Chaz. Yeah. Screw the military, send the Hells Angels. <laughs> Actually, I'm just pulling that up right now. Um, I don't know if it's true or not. That's I'm just saying what I've seen it on. Yeah. But true, you know what? Guess what? More power to them. I support them. Um, I did watch a video. I did watch a live video today of the whole chess thing. Two people actually walked into their country and freaking with America holding and walking around with two American flags. Yep. Another person walked in preaching the Bible. I shared that on one of my 
friends' pages, and I spoke up and I said, please buy them a beer. They need <laughs> one. Well, that was kind of funny. I'll find the video again, and I'll have to share it on our own page, but it was hilarious. Oh, uh, let's see. <laughs> it's not necessarily anarchy, but it's allowing people to do what they want to do. Uh, that's anarchy. Hello. <laughs> well, it was on a news report that they fucking, they, the 911 calls just in that area alone has gone up on fucking rape and vandalism. Yep. I don't know who they're raping. Well. People that can't get out of the area. It's it's disgusting. It really is. Like people grow the fuck up. Just <sighs> reflecting our flag. God, it pisses me off. Um, it, it's I don't know. I'm just scrolling through what the uh, Seattle Times has to say, and it's really a fluff well, piece. I, I, about I'm going to do another story on this whole what we're talking about real fast, um, since it, we kind of led right into this one. Washington, D.C. mayor needs to change the name of the Washington Redskins. <sighs> Again? Okay, hold on. The mayor tried of the that Man once before. Yeah, the mayor of the National Capital is calling for Washington's NFL team to finally X the Redskins' nickname, saying it's past time to come with something else. It's been a name since they fucking began. Yeah. The name conversation has raged for years. The U.S. Rep representative, Alexander... Uh, us... I'm not even gonna say her last name, because I'm gonna fucking butcher that shit. Yeah. Uh, mostly, most recently called out the team and demanded a rebrand. DC Mayor uh, spoke about the issue. The team, uh, 90, 980 and 95.9 FM, and she said, "With OAC, I think it's past time for the team to deal with uh, that offense. So many people, and this is the great." franchise with a great history that's beloved that's beloved in washington brower says and it is deserved a name that reflects the af affection that we've built for the team uh also asked if the team's name is hurting its chances of getting a new stadium in dc and she believes it's an obstacle what does getting a new stadium have to do with the, the name of the football team? It shouldn't have anything to do with it, but I, I don't it's get all that. raising money. It's an obstacle for usual local for local for locally, but but is also an obstacle for the federal government who who's leases the land to the US. Wait a minute here. Hold on. Federal government who leases the land to to how does how does Washington, D.C. lease the land to us? Well, technically, Washington, D.C. is not a state. It is purely federal land. Um, it is not – because it's not a state, the actual District of Columbia, which is what D.C. stands for, yeah. is separate from the states themselves. It, it is a separate piece of property, essentially. It's um, 
but and it's actually owned and operated by the federal government, not by you know. There's a yeah. There's a mayor of Washington D.C. versus a governor, but it's really a federal. Um, it's like a federal city, really, for lack of a better word. It's like the Vatican in Rome. Yeah. Uh, the Vatican City in Rome is actually owned and operated by the Vatican, and it's a totally separate country from Italy itself. Yeah, they have their actual president who actually runs the Vatican. Yep. Um, uh, the team has maintained its stance that the name is not offensive to, made, to Native Americans, but a recent poll uh, conducted by uh, UC Berkeley uh, stated otherwise, showing more than half of a thousand Native Americans uh, surveyed found the name is offensive. The name is offensive. I, I just, I don't get it. I really don't. I mean, I can understand why they find it offensive. Don't get me wrong. Because I, I grew up just down the road from our local, you know, the Onondaga Nation. And the, you know, I have friends down there, people I've gotten to know over the years, uh, both from living there, living in the area and from working as a first responder in the area. And I, I understand why. Um, I just think that sometimes you're picking the wrong battles. I mean, you know, this doesn't become, this whole thing isn't about race. Isn't about police brutality anymore. It's about money now. It's about, well, it's not just that. It's about hate. Well, same difference, really. I mean, Filthy Lucre, the root of all evil. It's, I mean, you're, you're demanding, you're demanding a city here in New York and a, I'll say it, SUNY University here in New York to fly, to fly the freaking Black Lives Matter flag. Which, honestly, I don't think is appropriate for an educational institution. They should fly the U.S. flag, the state flag, because it is a state school, and maybe your, your campus flag. That's all that needs to be up there. There's no room for these fucking politics in educational institutions, period. And it's not just that, but there's no... There shouldn't be politics in fucking any major sport either. Agreed. You know, I mean, the NFL, uh, now NASCAR, which is really hasn't really been into politics, even though someone sits there and says, well, well, someone, did these, Trump decided to do a Trump 2020 car. Oh, wait a minute here. First of all, the Trump 2020 car isn't done by, Donald Trump. It's not done by his campaign people. It's done by a donor who donates to Donald Trump's campaign. Yep. So it has nothing to do with Donald Trump. It has nothing to do with his campaign at all. It's just they, the donor decided to plug the money up to have Trump 2020 put on a race car. Exactly. Like Black Lives Matter decided to do the same damn thing for Black Lives Matter. They put their own money up. To sponsor Bubba Wallace. Bo Wallace, you're getting to be just like LeBron James. And you know what? I watched your Twitter account, Bubba. You brought up LeBron James in your Twitter account. You want people to look up to you? Don't use LeBron James. Do not use Colin Kaepernick. You're going to get it yourself into a point where guess what's going to happen? And just like Patrick and ruin your damn career. Yep. And you know what? I hope that how you see this, Baba, because you're a joke. 
the sorry, I had to go there. No, no, you're fine. Um, hang on a second. Let me come back to. Uh, anyways, I got one more story real fast. Go for it. Uh, George Floyd, man wants rights to his name. Big plans for Hollywood. See, money, the root of all evil. Exactly, and now Hollywood's getting involved. Exactly. George Floyd's, uh, George Floyd's name could be worth a lot of money in the entertainment business, and now one man is looking to lock up the rights to his name for a movie and TV shows. According to new legal, legal documents obtained by TMZ, a man named uh, Mon Mush Mushnigal? No idea. Have no clue. I think I butchered that name. <laughs> Filed a trademark application to use the name George Floyd in the production and distribution for television shows and a movie. Uh, it seems he is looking for looking to capitalize on the Black Lives Matter movement that uh, that spot that sparted up in the wake of Floyd's killing because he has. No known connection to George, uh, George's family and wouldn't tell us his grand plans. Uh, Mushkono has mum when he, when he was asked, when he asked him what he hoped to gain from the trademark if approved and refused to uh, divulge why he filed the application or the inspiration behind it. The guy could be facing an uphill battle for his for his guests to lock up the rights to George Floyd's name. The United States uh, Patent and Trademark Office generally doesn't allow trademark for people's names unless certain conditions are met, such as getting the consent of the person, the name is being very unique, or the name being part of a, un of a unique and widely recognized brand. Yep. Well, I got a great idea now. We're you gonna do trademark your own name. I'm gonna take and start making George Floyd T-shirts and fucking get the trademark for it. <laughs> then that guy's gonna have to pay me. Oh lordy, um, you know this whole thing about be a millionaire. We're still talking about defunding police, and oh god, here we go. Uh, homicides in Syracuse. 2020 um the since this all started we've seen a huge uptick locally here in syracuse new york of homicides just in the last and, two weeks alone what's that just in the last two weeks alone that's what i'm saying since this all started and here's the thing it's none of it's like the police it's all people being stupid, but you want to defund the police, these families of the victims would never have any closure. Nobody would ever get arrested. Nobody would ever get prosecuted. So, yeah, let's get rid of the police. Let's defund the police so they don't have the time or money to actually oops, um, do their job and, you know, protect and serve. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's not giving me the um, – trying to find the numbers for um, – oh, yes. There have been 13 homicides – okay, this was uh, as of June 13th. So today is the – so as of yesterday, 
Um, there have been 13 homicides in Syracuse this year, including nine in the last 21 days. So in three weeks, we've had nine people killed. In three weeks. Damn. Yeah. So you tell me why we don't need police or why they shouldn't have the funding to do their job. You know? And none of these were actually police-related incidents. The, um, let's see, Wednesday stabbing outside Syracuse Community Health Center. Uh, Wednesday crash at Jamesville Avenue Cemetery. Woman, a 76-year-old woman was struck and killed. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's, it just boggles my mind. Let's look at the fact of how many officers have been killed, been brutally killed since this protesting started. Oh, no, I agree with that. And, and that's, that's a, like, what, what was it, 17, 26 or something? Either 17 or 26 officers shot in cold blood? Yeah. Uh, one was a, a former retired officer. You know, he didn't even get recognition on on uh, on national television for being shot in cold blood. Uh, it's just getting real ridiculous. It, and it's getting to the point where it's not even protesting anymore. It's it's literally coming down to rioting and looting. I mean, look at Atlanta yes this week. Yep. Uh, yesterday, uh, over this officer that uh, shot this uh, black man. Um, I, I'm not gonna get into details, but I'm getting to the point where where the Black Lives Matter burnt down the Wendy's because it happened in their parking lot. Yeah, and. Um... Now that's local people that are without a job because the Wendy's is gone. I yep. mean, it, 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 it's 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 ridiculous. It's, really, it's 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 it really is ridiculous. It's uh, you know, uh, I got no words for it anymore. I really don't. I, I'm over it. Uh, you know, I've seen a bunch of my friends posting, you know, who raised their hand that they're sick of COVID-19. They're sick of the freaking protesting going on. Guess what? I'm one of them, people. See, the pro the peaceful part of the protest, I'm fine with. I have no issue with that. None whatsoever. Feel free. Stand there and tell us what you think. That is not a problem. It's when it becomes violent, when it, it interferes with other people's ability to pursue life and happiness. Life, liberty, and happiness. The only other thing I don't like about now about the protests is they're demanding their flag being flown. That, that's not a protest. That's bullshit. Uh, that's the other problem I have, too, with it. Um, you know, it, like I said, it, it's it's not coming down to race. It's coming down to hate. Yeah. Really. I mean, uh, and it has nothing to do with me being white or being privileged, because trust me, I am not a white privileged person at all. Yeah. Okay? It's not white privilege. It's rich privilege. I'm a hard working, you know, individual that freaking just wants to get the job done and, and everything else. And, you know, it, it's ridiculous. It really is. Oh, I'm over it. Yeah, I'm over it. I, I'm, it's like we can't start the healing until people start being, stop being assholes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what it's coming down to. I mean, it's, you know, it, 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 
it's getting to the point. It's going to get. It's getting to the, starting to get to the point where I'm seeing it now. Is police officers are scared. I don't blame them. I would be too. Because they don't know what's going to happen. You know they they're going to work every day. You know I the other day I I got uh, stopped by uh, DOT on my with my truck. And uh, of course, when you get pulled over by DOT, it's always a state trooper that you know inspects your truck, runs your name, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. My my exact words to him. I mean, he was being polite, pleasant. I met a couple of people that did DOT. You know, a couple of officers that did DOT. They were they're assholes. They're just jerks. But you know, this guy he was being nice, polite. You know, and you know, and spoke to you and stuff like that. So I I spoke up and I looked at him and I said, you know what? I said, I'll tell you right now. I said, what's going on in this world today? I'm a hundred percent behind you guys. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. I said, 24 years of being an EMT, I got to know a lot of law enforcement officers and 99.9999999% of these people want nothing more than to go to work, try and make their communities a little bit better and go the hell home to their families afterwards. That's all they want. I, I even got one better yet. It was an the other day, I actually messaged the office, one officer who arrested us. Was it injustice? Yes. Okay. What he did was wrong? Yes. But we messaged him to tell him that we stand behind him of what the bullshit that's going on here today because we know that we, deep down inside, we know that he was being told what to do. Exactly. So we told him, you know, we hope that you have a safe day at work and you continue to stay safe every day. And no matter what, we're standing behind you. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. It's it, the, this comes down to the same thing where after nine 11, what was the big thing? You can't judge all Muslims by a few crazy fuckers. Uh, when what Westboro Baptist church is out there protesting soldiers, funerals, calling them baby killers. You can't judge all Christians by a few crazy motherfuckers. When there's a fucking a shoot a mass shooting somewhere, you can't judge all gun owners by a couple of crazy motherfuckers. Okay, so there's a bad cop. You can't judge all cops by a couple of crazy motherfuckers. A few years I walked, a few years ago, um, this was actually probably about seven years ago. I was living in uh, at that time. I was living in uh, actually Oswego County, actually, and I stopped at a Price Chopper in Fulton, and it was Memorial Day weekend. Uh, where we had to get stuff because we were having a huge barbecue for the family. Yep. Most families do. Okay. Um, I'm in line to check out, and in front of me is a guy who was wearing an old World War II uh, Nazi um, officer jacket. Gotcha. Has all the pins and swastika signs on it. He's a German. He believes in what he believes in. Mm-hmm. He lives in America. He believes in what the Nazis did because that's the way he was raised. Mm-hmm. Was from a Nazi family. Okay. I asked him just for the hell of it. I was curious. I said, well, aren't you scared walking into a building like this? I said, with Americans? He goes, no. He goes, because you know what? He goes, that's what I believe. I respected that, though, because he wasn't rude to me. You know, he could have, you know, he could have been rude and said, well, you can go fuck yourself. Mm -hmm. 
I was curious. I said, look, as an American, I said, I'll tell you right now. I said, yeah, a little offensive of it, but, but if that's what you want to do, that's you. And we left it at that. It, you but, know, what kills me is just the amount of fucking butthurt that goes on these days that people decide they're going to act like a goddamn fool about. Because, I mean, maybe I'm showing my age, but when I was in high school, yeah, we'd get pissed off at each other. We'd go across the street, have a fight, shake hands when it was done, and the next day you're back at school, everything's fine. You know, now these days, you know, God forbid a kid doesn't get their fucking participation trophy for showing up at a fucking Little League uh, game. And it's like, no, you're, you're – the problem is we've created a generation of people that don't understand the original concept of sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Exactly. They don't understand because they've never been given the tools to handle not getting what they want to not or to handle rejection to handle failure you know they're not given the tools to handle these things and that you know oh i need a safe space no you need to grow some fucking balls or ovaries depending male or i don't judge and you know be a fucking adult about it okay that sucks you know i just found out this week i don't have a job to go back to i could be all upset and pissed off because i like my job but you know what no i'm not going to be all upset and pissed off for the simple fact that I'm an adult about it. Okay, shit happens. Guess what? You know what? Time to get back out there and start putting shit together so I can find another job. No big deal. Life I, goes I'll, on. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you right now in my work. You know, I, I, uh, you know, they got rid of our brand new truck. We're down to a rental and a piece of shit truck that we have. It's an older truck. Um, our warehouse looks bare. It's not the stock. You know, it's not stock like it used to be. Um, I'm worried they're going to close our doors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I asked the boss about it. He speaks up and he goes, well, corporate keeps fucking up the orders. They ain't fucking the orders up that bad. I don't think. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, when you, you, I go to grab something off one of the shelves to, you know, for an order or something like that. And I got to go in there and say, and the computer system says, well, we have this amount. And I go out there, and there's only an X amount, and it's not enough to cover that whole order. I had to go back in and tell the boss, be like, where's, where's the rest of the shit? <coughs> Excuse me. I'm like, well, so the computer says we have it. I'm telling you right now, the computer, the computer's wrong. The computer is wrong. Yep. You know? It, 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 and it's not a – and yet I'm finding out that, yet corporate has bought fucking five new fucking branches mm-hmm. out in New York City, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. Yep. I'm like, well, wait a minute here. Where's our fucking stock? Where's our, why is our warehouse not stocked up? Exactly. There's an issue here somewhere. So yeah, I'm worried I'm going to lose my job. You know, I hope I know. I hope that they get, they get figured out or something like that. And it maybe just is a corporate thing that they're not smart enough to figure out yet, but who knows what could happen? You know, it could be six months down the road and freaking next thing you know, guess what? I'm out of job. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. You know, I, I literally got a text message from my old boss saying, just so you know, moving forward, we're not going to be having that position anymore. Uh, we're, we're not feeling that we can afford to, you know, reopen with that kind with that position. And I won't go into the whole story because uh, honestly, it, the, the place isn't going to be around much longer anyway. Um, just by judging by the things that he's been saying. 
Um, either, and I'm not saying he's going to close it down, reclose it, but he's not going to be, he, he's going to fuck it up and it's not going to be open. It's that simple. <laughs> I'm just saying it. And I'm not even saying where it is because that's not the whole point to this. But, you know, it's called, again, it's called shit happens. You, you wipe and get off the pot, you know? I mean, exactly. I mean, yeah, I was pissed they took my brand new truck away. But you know what? The way I look at it is right now I still have a job. Exactly. You know, am I upset because my warehouse isn't stocked like it should be? Absolutely. Am I pissed because my runs are fucking lighter, lighter, have the time light as fuck, and I have a full fucking truck? Absolutely am I worried. You know, I mean, you know, I used to go to North, I'd go North uh, two days a fucking week on the North Country, and uh, my truck used to be loaded to the fucking ceiling. One day, I... One day, my truck literally had three fucking stops on it. Damn. I, that's an issue. The, you know? um, and I think, you know, it's, like I said, it's these, these, this younger generation that just doesn't have a clue how to handle this stuff because basically they got rewarded for just showing up. And the, exactly. the problem is what that does is it creates an, a mindset that, you are owed this and nobody owes anybody any goddamn thing. And I mean, even when I was a kid, I played little league and everybody got a turn to bat, but you know, if you weren't good at a certain position, you didn't play it. Um, when when I was in high school, I mean, if, uh, if you weren't good enough to make the varsity team, you didn't, you know, that's just how it was. You worked your ass off to get better for next year. Or you worked your ass off in the JV side, the junior varsity, so that you could, you know, maybe they'd bring you up to varsity because that happened. But, you know, it, it's you had to put the work and effort into it. You're fine for now. I mean, and, that, and that's what it is. I mean, it's it's coming down to the fact where what are we teaching the kids today? What are, what are, what are these schools teaching the kids today? Because, I mean, you're – They aren't teaching. They're prepping them to take a test because that's what the states have created. Exactly. Exactly. And, and not just that, but now they're making them do this fucking common core math. Oh, Jesus. It's, it's, I can't even figure it out. I, you you got to add this to this and then subtract that from this. And then before you can even get a number. And I'm like, wait a minute here. That's not how I was taught. No, it, it's, they, they've taken this, like, here's the thing. I'll admit some of the common core, I kind of grasp where they're coming from because as I got older, as an adult out of school, I started learning shortcuts I could take for doing simple math and figuring it out in my head. That's great. But, you know, if you learn the basics first, let everybody develop their own shortcuts, you know, as they get older, as they use it in real life. And but, but it isn't even shortcuts. It's like, why are they doing it this way? It's too fucking long. Well, if you're doing it in your, trust me, there's some of it. It actually is a shortcut. There are some, there are some that are shortcuts, but most of it is fucking like, it's like, it's it's like this. It, it's like when I get a, when somebody says, "How old is your dad?" I know my dad was twenty nine when I was born. So I look at my age. I say, "Okay, I'm forty seven right now." So I add thirty, becomes seventy seven. But I subtract one to make it twenty nine, and now it becomes seventy six. So I know my dad's seventy six right now. It, it, that that's essentially what Common Core is. But that's for me is a shortcut I developed, and that's just a super simple one over time to figure out you know to do simple math yeah that's that's where i said it comes to doing simple but if you get into some of that stuff it's like it's not that simple well 
some some of us do it differently <laughs> but i would say i learned the original way and that's you know that was how you learned how to do math and you know as you like i said when you get older you develop your own shortcuts and it doesn't all have to be the same way like i said some of it makes sense some of it i'm just fucking lost on too um but the you know it's, we we basically set up these kids to not have the tools they need to deal with life you know whatever happened to home ec whatever happened to shop you know, those are the classes people need because it teaches you more about life than sitting there being told, you know, these crazy ass ways to fucking. I, I can remember building, you know, bridges out of fucking, what was it? Not even toothpicks. They were a little bit bigger than toothpicks. Popsicle sticks. Yeah, popsicle sticks. And, uh, no, actually, mine weren't even popsicle sticks. They were actually a little thinner than popsicle sticks, I think. Yeah, the craft popsicle sticks. And uh, we had to uh, build bridges, and then they you had to set weights on them to see how, if they would withstand the weight, how much weight they would withstand, you know. And depending on your weight that you did, it was depending on your grade, you know. So, I mean, the more weight, the, the better your grade. Exactly. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, what, what, what happened to those days? The um, – because, I mean, and the thing is, that teaches you about life. It teaches you, okay, this didn't work, so how do I make it better? How do I make it work better? And the kids don't have these tools anymore, you know, unless the parents who generally don't give a shit, uh, generally, not all, just generally don't give a shit, teach them these things. They're not going to learn it. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I made sure my son had a good grasp of you're not always going to win. Um, he had to learn that the hard way one time. We almost got his ass whooped. But <laughs> never, I, I, he, he knows better. One day he looked at me when I told him I'd whoop his ass. He says, I know karate. Yeah. Motherfucker, I got a black belt and dad. I'll whoop your ass any day of the fucking week. <laughs> no, he says, I have a yellow belt in karate. I was like, motherfucker, I got a black belt and dad. I'll whoop your ass any day of the week. And that's, and, you know, and that's, you know, just like, you know, my three kids, um, I'm always telling them, you know, I mean, especially the middle one, you know, you can't win every single game. You know, I mean, don't get mad if you don't win. And, and I mean, look, all you got to do is hit YouTube. But, of course, but, but of course, my house is a very competitive house. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, we're always, like, we cannot play Monopoly in my house. <laughs> we, we end up in the world's biggest fucking argument. <laughs> we're, all, we're all competitive, you know, but, you know, it, it, I'd rather teach kids about being competitive. Yeah, because it gives them the drive to do better. Exactly. Because, I mean, it, you know, like I said, I mean, we, you know, we have monopoly boards. We do not play them because it's I, literally a war. Well, and like I was saying, go on YouTube and you can find these videos of these little kids. Like you can tell they're, they're young kids that when they lose on these online games, they're just totally freaking out and losing their shit. I'm like, dude, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm on the floor. Yeah, I mean, I play, you know, I, I'm not a big gamer, but I love to get me some World of Tanks going on. And yeah, every once in a while, somebody tags me out. I'm like, son of a bitch. But I'm like, okay, just waiting for the next round now. You know, you know, I, sit, I sit here, I play Fortnite when, you know, with the kids and shit like that. And, uh, you know, you can either play solo duels or squads. Now, squads is four people, you know, four friends usually. And uh, uh, 
you know, we'll get together and we'll, we'll start playing squads and shit like that. And uh, if, if we lose a match, because like I said, you know, all four of us are fucking competitive. We're sitting there and yelling at the guy being fucking screaming, be like, son of a bitch, he fucking sniped me. <laughs> you know, but uh, that's probably me. Is, you know, you know, I, and then like, <laughs> and then a few games later down the road, we're fucking winning every single fucking one of them. You know, oh. and it's like, they didn't, it didn't bother us then after, you know, after that one time one of us got sniped, you know, or something like that. I got to laugh at that because back in the day when I was playing things like Unreal Tournament and uh, Half-Life Counter-Strike on um, the PC, um, I was that camping sniper bitch. I admit it, but I was fucking good at it. Uh, <laughs> I was fucking I good fucking at it. I hate you people. <laughs> hey. Fucking those assholes that sit there and fucking camp. Um, we, call camp we call them campers now. Oh yeah, we called them campers back. I was a I was a hardcore camper, but we had a like our team, we had everybody had their job. My job was to camp and snipe. We had people whose job was to run and capture the flag or you know, whatever, you know, whatever the game was we were playing. But we all had our specialties. And that's how I mean, you even look at real life. Look at the military in real life. That is how it works. Everybody has their specialties. You got your snipers, you've got your frontline infantry you got your tank guys i mean well that's what we do now like i'm usually i'm usually the sniper yeah camping ass bitch but, yeah. actually, <laughs> not, because they're not i don't just grab snipers anymore i grab actually freaking assault rifles uh I, my one gun i love having is the fucking tommy gun so if i get the tommy gun oh <laughs> then i start rush people and they don't like me um the uh I mean, it's, it, that's the thing is it's, but it's, you gotta, it, it, if you can't have fun with life, there's no fucking point to it. Exactly. I guess that's what it comes down exactly. to. And that's why I said, I mean, we're all competitive here in my house. Oh my God. It's, I mean, it, 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 it does. It gets crazy. I mean, I, before we even started the podcast, I was upstairs playing and freaking, I was, I was trying to play a, a solo match by leaving it open by just playing with like a bunch of just a random people. Cause you can do that too. Yep. And uh, I got so pissed cause I ended up getting with a bunch of people that just suck ass. <laughs> we were losing and I was getting mad. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, what the, I'm like, why am I doing all the fucking work? <laughs> I grabbed a sniper. I grabbed a fucking Tommy gun. I had my fucking shit fucking stacked. <laughs> And I had freaking, I was getting all the fucking kills, but everyone else was just standing around doing fucking nothing. I'm like, what the fuck? Yep. Uh, let's see. I'm just seeing if there's anything else going on. <sighs> oh, I'm afraid to even look to see what else is fucking going on. I don't think there is anything else fucking going on. No, that's pretty much everything. So, well... We, we've hit our hour mark, so I think we're safe in, you know, closing this one out. But, um, you know, I, I got to say, it's we like I said before, until people get past the hate, we can't start the healing. So I think that's going to be cool. the overall message for this week. Absolutely. I 100% agree with you. The, the hate's got to stop, and the only way to stop that hate is to literally nip it in the butt where it needs to be nipped. Yeah. And you know what? If the Hells Angels are going out to fucking Seattle to take care of Chaz, it, it, this isn't about hate. It's about getting justice that needs to be served for people that are doing illegal shit. Yeah. And uh, if it 
if it, if it saves us from bringing military in there against our own people, you know, I, what else can we do? Exactly. So on that note, just remember, take the time, take a good look at yourself, see what needs to be changed so you can change it so you can make yourself better and just do awesome shit with your life because everybody's got the potential to be awesome and we've got faith in you that you can do it. Just take the time and do it. Make those changes as scary as they might be because you know what? Once you do that, you have an awesome life. It's awesome and never stops. So thanks for, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. I think we've got a guest for next week, so it should be all sorts of fun. And um, we will catch up with you all then. Yep. Have a great week. <laughs>